I'd uh, like to bang. <laughs> in. I'd like to bang. To it. Alex, I'd like to bang. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you can bang in the form of a question. <laughs> Thrust? <laughs> I'm just laughing at the idea of adding silly, like somebody's just adding their own game show rules to Jeopardy. <laughs> Alex, I'd like to bang, please. And I, what? What? Excuse me? I'd like to win, Alex. <laughs> flip them. What? Flip them. Yeah, just just giving orders to Alex back about you. how to make your game more silly. Yeah. Yeah, flip them, please. <laughs> Uh, excuse me. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Flip them and and show them. Show them to me. <laughs> I'm gonna take a daily quadruple. <laughs> Start buzzing in on other people's turns. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I I cast an instant. I'd like to steal <laughs> <laughs> counterspell. <laughs> uh, Alex, I did counterspell. <laughs> Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the old podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And we're back, everybody. We're back. We're back with part three of our double hunk, hunkasaurus, <laughs> thick trunk. Uh... Thick trunk. Oh, my shirt's still on. Hold on. Let me fix that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Please remove it. I'm doing um, it with like I cro- like I cross my arms in front, right? I cross my arms in front and grab the shirt, and then I pull it all off. And oh, the hot way! Oh, the, the hot, hot way. way! The only hot way to remove the shirt, <laughs> other than just rip self. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you're like you know pulling your arm out, and you leave the little limp sleeve hanging there, and then you've got like an arm shaped bulge in your chest, and you've still got one <laughs> yes. arm, and and then oh, you gotta I... do the other one, and God, you just look like a real fucking heel. I flop down on the floor, arms straight up, and then <laughs> slither backwards. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Do you use some sort of lubricant, like a shirt lubricant? (laughs) No, it's the friction of the shirt against the carpet keeps it in place while you wriggle. Okay, because a kitchen floor, that's right. If if you're doing like a small, furious wiggle, it's not going to (laughs) work. Right. But just a nice, a nice serpentine, you know, S shape and you're out. Right. Like a a flipped over turtle. Um, But you sort of figured out a way out of it. Yeah, Austin. So you're none of those down. Your face down. None of those down, little Austin. furious wiggles you're famous for, Austin. That's you're right. not Austin. You're gonna <laughs> change right. it up. <laughs> no, actually, I take shirts off by I have a box cutter and I just sort of <laughs> I just zip it right down the front. Oh. Any shirt's a jacket if you got a box cutter. That's that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. In fact, yeah, in public I'll be like, oh, I'm feeling pretty hot. And I'll just sort of just cut. Just fully cut. <laughs> Sometimes I'll use like some scissors. Sometimes you'll break skin on Sometimes. accident. But... That's the cost of doing business, baby. Yeah, it <laughs> only makes you sexier when you do it. <laughs> and inside you go, I'm just like Rambo. I'm just like Rambo. <laughs> Covered in blood. <laughs> Is it my own? Who's to say? All, all blood's good blood. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Nice try, Dracula. <laughs> 
Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have we don't have Dracula in this episode. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> we just had a Rambo Dracula episode, but we didn't we didn't pull any Draculas this time. Um, if it needs to be said, of course, again, our topless justice arc uh, is Conan the Barbarian for kids and Rambo the Force of Freedom for kids. Um, <laughs> as cartoons. As maligned, as as strange as the decisions may have been mm-hmm. to turn R-rated content into children's cartoons and then expect no blowback whatsoever. <laughs> um, it turns we, out uh, kids were really into this, I guess. I guess. I guess. Um, I mean, it's kind of like a cheat, right? I mean, like yeah. I remember being a kid. I mean, I I I have the experience of my my brother is like nine years older than me. So like by the time he's playing the Mortal Kombat's, I'm just like a young impressionable little sprout. And my mom's like, shield him. Uh, but I get to you know, it's so cool. My brother's playing all these shield games. Shield him. <laughs> <laughs> but like the bloody shit, the scary shit. I was like, what's cool? What's cool? What's going on over here? So the idea that maybe I could get a Rambo that I could watch, I could see that being appealing and. I probably I probably would have been on board. I watched some some questionable shit when I was a kid. Uh and maybe this is the 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 early 90s late 80s version of that, right? They didn't yeah. have they didn't have edgy content. They just had this. <laughs> well, it, uh, Rambo was a little <laughs> edgy, we'll see. Um we'll get we'll get there. Uh I'm excited to to start our adventure uh with Conan. Um unless there's anything else um, off the top, I'm just I'm excited that we're almost done. <laughs> oh, Austin's ready to leave. Austin's Austin's uncomfortable with all these these shirts off. You know, he wants, to, he wants to get dressed again. I'm I'm I didn't hate this. I actually quite enjoyed this arc, <laughs> but boy, it's just there's only so much you can do. Only so much I can do. You know, I feel like the violence really got to me. Oh, sure, sure, I did. Yeah, and shield him. me. <laughs> shield him. <Somebody> shield me. <laughs> oh, let's dive it in. upon his family by driving the evil serpent men back into another dimension and vanquishing their leader, the cruel wizard Rathamon. We're back. It's Conan. It's Conan, the adventurer. Episode 29, which is entitled The Book of Skelos. Conan, Jesmin, and Zula in search of the second Book of Skelos, uh, the first having been destroyed in the uh, Crevasse of Winds episode, enter an ancient ruin that leads to a nightmarish pocket I'm dimension. sorry. Controlled in by I, monstrous demon. What? In a, <laughs> they, they unironically named a place the Crevasse of Winds. <laughs> 
It's <laughs> a big butt. It's a big butt. Fuck, that's I mm, now we should maybe we should go back and watch that episode. It's stinky. It's stinky. No, they go to a spooky pocket <laughs> that's dimension. That's <so> silly. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so this is i'm not gonna spend much time on this i just want to say it right up at the front uh i i had i had to make us watch this episode before we dipped out of the arc entirely because i needed to eventually finally see this episode um there is a or there was i should say they've, they've broken up now but there was back in the in the golden age of YouTube when there were groups doing, you know, video game let's plays and stuff and and like machinima era there were these guys called the super best friends and they have retained a I, huge following i um i just want to say yes th- that andy's andy's speech right now is under protest now grant <laughs> i will let you i will let you explain your forty-year-old memes to these people. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I'll, I'd rather be. I'd rather be fishing. I'd rather be fucking anywhere else right now. Well, Rory, that's going. In, that's going in the ledger of our friendship, and, and that's getting written down. I'm just gonna. I'm just saying. They have a weird community that exists to this day, even though they're not friends anymore and they've all broken up and they all do separate things. But one of the things that was like incredibly impossible to avoid meme in the community was their obscure reference to a weird bad guy in one episode of Conan the Adventurer named Evilac. And it was just it was just an incredible meme. It just kept re, like resurfacing in the community. And I just had no fucking context for it outside of the visual of Evilac. So I needed to see it. I don't think he disappointed me. I had a great no. time with with the amount of time we spent with Evil Act today. But for any of you who uh, might be listening who have any idea what I'm talking about, uh, it's for you. And now Rory can come back to the podcast because I'll never mention mm, it again. Thank you. And, and welcome back. Welcome back into the room, Rory. Boy, applause. <laughs> applause signs turn on. Welcome to the show, Rory. Uh, now I have a thing to explain oh, uh, about cartoon <laughs> history. Um so the other thing that's worth note about this episode, so the other two episodes we saw were episodes one and two, right? We just True. we just yeah. watched one and two chronologically from season one. Um, and that is from a portion of the show where uh Jean Chalopin was not involved. Um where mm. uh, of his sort of famous work that we've watched a lot of or haven't watched a ton of. I mean, like he did Inspector Gadget, which is an airy scene. He a moment did like on our Cities podcast. of Gold, but he's also I don't know. He's written on a bunch of the shit we've yeah. seen. Uh, Bots Master, a bunch <laughs> right. of random, bunch of random <laughs> shit, you know. But uh, that first season was like thirteen episodes, and it was kind of like all bespoke and written by the creator of the show, and like created very deliberately. Um, and then season two is something like 50 or 60 episodes. And basically every episode is written by Jean Chalopin. And if you're wondering <laughs> how did they do that kind of corner cutting? Uh, well, I think we kind of can see. Uh, <laughs> it's how? weird. It's weird because this episode is both like entirely nothing, but also managed to be weirdly connected to the first two that we watched it was like yeah. a completely unplanned like the 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 canon callbacks were were in here that 
I don't know. I I don't think we could have those could this. be very frequent callbacks for all we know, though. They could be. Sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe we see uh, Epimetrius every week. <laughs> Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Uh, but the the setup on this one is basically he just has he has a vision of Epimetrius who's like, hey, remember me from my tomb? That was really cool. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to my yeah, tomb. Gave that really annoying bird. <laughs> I gave you that bird, and this was my tomb. Uh, you got to go to this temple. It's got a book, and the book has a wizard spell in it that might fix your family. And... Yeah, yeah. This so really quick though that that early um, info dump was so just stacked. I mean, we don't even get a moment to breathe when this episode starts, and then suddenly endometriosis is there, and he's just like, "You must go to the temple of Guarú. Here, you will find the last book of skills." This book of good magic must be removed from the evil that keeps it hidden. And within the book, perhaps you will find the spell to free your family from the spell of Livingstone. But how will I find the temple? The amulet of Vathalos will show you the way. <gasps> and now that's and that's it. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> and when he wakes up. We as the viewers realize that Conan has a new companion, and she's a lady. She's got breasts and and pink lip gloss. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. Uh, it could be the blood just of her a enemies. Scary babe, you know. I just I just kind of rolled with it. I I mean, I figured this is gonna be pretty par for the course. Yeah, Conan's Conan's gonna Conan is gonna find some, you know, sorceress barely clothed. <laughs> Right, and that's gonna happen. <laughs> that is the territory. Yeah, I looked on the wiki. Apparently, she is an agile and beautiful circus performer. So yeah, baby, oh, Jas- yeah. Jasmine, Jasmine, yeah. or Jasmine. It's Jasmine. Jasmine, like you're Jasmine, but you're. It's like you're you're. But you don't want to get sued. to saying it, Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it's them and Zula, the friend that we met in episode two. Uh, and so it's the the three of them are this are this very well. I guess we have to count the shitty needle. The we shitty, don't have to count needle. The horrible bird. The horrible <laughs> phoenix. The Jar Jar Binks of the Conan the Barbarian universe. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're they're all in on this quest, and they very quickly find the book, and they very quickly get sucked into the book, into this. I, I guess into like a demon city that looks like a MC Escher painting. Yeah, the book kind of has a tornado. Um, and then that, I guess then they black out and they're there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They sort of refuse to, to animate them getting sucked into anything. (laughs) But this is where they meet my new favorite villain for now, Evilac, who never stops laughing. And we may have to drop almost every line he says. Oh uh, my God. In this episode. I am I welcome you, travelers. It is Rathamon's wish that Conan die. <laughs> Get you, evil act. <laughs> Last you, demon. Come out and fight me face to face. Not just yet. First, I must see to the tender Jasmine. 
his voice actor is doing what you may call too much. He's at, he's <laughs> at a 200%, which I think is amazing because I feel like in the booth, either Conan's voice actor or Evil Axe actor took it, took it there first. And the two yeah. of them, I just had to keep matching that energy. Well, they had nowhere because, to go. Yeah, because Conan is also at a 200. Like, yeah. <laughs> Conan is, is fucking amped this whole episode <laughs> in a crazy way. Yeah, because they're yelling back and forth at each other. And Evil Axe, like, how would I describe Evil Axe? He's like a, a nasty spider with a spooky face. With lobster claws. And lobster claws. <laughs> and he's very, he's red. He's a, he's a lobster lobster spider with a spooky face. And they're yelling. He's like, the book you seek is here. And he goes, I'll get you, Evil Axe. And they're just <laughs> screaming at each other. <laughs> like, you'd think Evil Axe was an established guy who, like, actually <laughs> murdered his parents. But I did not realize that Evil Axe was a one-off you probably mentioned it to us that he was only in this episode but i i, I he very much yeah. feels like somebody we've been building up to yeah but it's not he's just <laughs> evil act he's just he's a, just he's just a, a mad spider. lobster <laughs> just a mad lobster living in a book <laughs> and giggling yeah he does i don't know it's it's weird it's like this episode is two episodes i uh i expected to spend the whole you know, 22 minutes with Evil Ack, but it's really just the first 11 or so. And he splits all the friends up and gives them all spooky visions uh, of things that make them scared. And Conan keeps arriving just in time to see them like die, or he sees Needle like frozen to death and melt into a puddle and all this horrible stuff. And every single time, Evil Ack is just like off in a corner going, like, <laughs> 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 it's a wonder it's an interesting question uh Andy that like you 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 wonder if maybe before all the acting choices leading up to or you know including the evil all evil act and uh mm-hmm, and Conan mm-hmm. uh maybe he was just kind of a guy in a cave that put him on a spook like just did something spooky right like yeah. just on bored. the scr- on the page he might have been yeah he yeah. might have just been kind of nothing yeah a real nobody but then but then the guy showed up in the booth and <laughs> <laughs> just gave them and a made lot. it happen. Oh man. He left it all all on the field. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting thing that we learn uh that made I guess it, it interested me. I don't know if it interested you. Uh I guess Jasmine is half snake person. I guess. Like her dad's a snake man. Okay. Oh, I did kind you, of did you look I that up? That was I thought that mm-hmm. was was that no that wasn't clear to you guys. I mean, I guess I didn't know, but I don't know. She sounds stupid. Had real snake energy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was a snake snake sorceress. Maybe it's no, her I color scheme and the way she's maybe. drawn. I don't know. I didn't really think that hard about it. I thought it was just kind of clear that that's what they were doing. Yeah, no. I mean, until until she gets her spooky vision of her parents showing up and them re- <laughs> unleashing snakes. Yeah, them big snakes and unleashing <laughs> her snake energy. Uh, I, well, her parents I didn't show up as normal, and then she becomes a snake. Right, but yeah, I looked it up. Her dad is secretly a, snake, a man. snake. That's super and, funny. And her mom's not, so she's half, and she's like living in fear that one day she's gonna like her her turn into a snake DNA. forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also kind of interesting in the, yeah, in the context. Yeah, it's actually real scary. Yeah. Well, also the fact that, like, in this world, you don't really get murdered. You get tapped by Conan's sword, and you you go back home you go to, to the, the abyss. abyss. Yeah. Yeah. 
so, you know, I guess if there was some kind of like weird mistake where she sort of stepped on the, the sword wrong or something that she could mm-hmm. just. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I, I cannot fathom a world where they thought that was better. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's no blood. But it, yeah, it wasn't better. It was what allowed them to make the show. Well, this, but, but that's yeah. so weird because in, it's it's in direct contrast with us it's watching terrifying Rambo and Rambo having full on shotguns in it and shooting at kids. Like, yeah, like bazooka. Yeah, like it's really weird. I mean, this is only a few years later. I guess they, I guess it, between the late eighties and early nineties, they were they really uh, zipped that up and started, <laughs> you know. Doing the lasers only kind of kind of nonsense. But. <laughs> lasers only. Lasers only. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Ray Laser? <laughs> Somebody say Ray, Ray Laser. laser? <laughs> oh, God, Rory's best character. Um, I actually really like Needle's spooky vision because it's just Epimetrius, and he's like, "Here, come hang out." No, I'm not Epimetrius. I'm an ice demon. <laughs> and this line that they you shout idiot. out, he goes, I'm an ice demon! Help! Let Needle go! Needle go! Needle go! Yes, I know! Yes, I know! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it suck? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to be bummed out. Oh, this, oh, this must suck for you. <laughs> yeah, but then I guess it's also not really him, right? Because it's just a vision. It's just yeah. A fake. I don't. I don't know who fucking who's got any clue anymore. I. They're all fine at the end. Spoiler alert. But uh, having having seen all of his friends die, now Evil Act decides it's time. I have faced the illusions of the Kari Dragon himself. You must do better than this. Now you must still survive. And then he just comes out and he's a nasty spider lobster, but now they're fighting. Well, no, isn't isn't before that Conan's like, wait a minute, I'm going to use my amulet again. Right. Yeah. He goes to actually find the book again. Yeah, you guys which... have such a clearer recollection of the beat by beat plot than I do <laughs> this episode. It felt it, a little bit like madness to me. It is madness, it is. yes. It is. It just because like him taking his amulet out again is, is not really motivated by anything. It's just like eh, everyone around me's dead. I wonder where that book is. Oh, look, it's <laughs> yeah. all an illusion. Like I yeah, yeah, I guess it's it's interesting. I'm noticing that I I engage with this kind of content as a sort of nonsense soup and stop trying to right. rationalize. I'm just enjoying <laughs> the, the flashing lights. You just, you, you just, you just, you lay like down a, on the floor like and a you, four year old, yeah. you, you slither out of your shirt and you just wallow in it. <laughs> Make a little snow angel on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. He kills Evilak. He doesn't. Evilak says that's impossible, but he, it's not. And I right. think the way that it happens is that the book of Skelos is like so good; it has such good energy in it that just by touching it, Evilak explodes. Uh, because that's what Rathamon uh, says is would happen later. He says Rathamon's like, "Well, I can't touch that book without being destroyed." Oh. Uh, so I think when he pushes Evilak back into the book, that's when it all Swings falls apart. Swings a pillar at him, and then he. <laughs> Yeah, he gets hit real good. Conan did yeah. good hit. He did kill, a great kill, hit. Kill bad guy. But then we move into the second half of the episode, which is all about wizards and how <laughs> long they take to do things. 
<laughs> yeah, so this is really weird, right? It's like all of a sudden the pace slows down to a crawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conan has the book that he wanted. And they decide to go, I guess they got to go visit some wizards and, and then. To translate the spell. Right. And uh, and he hates how long they're taking. And he's very vocal about it. And he hates all wizards and how long they take to do things. Uh, but then they translate it. They teach him how to say all the, the, the magic words. And then they give him a ride in their dope airship back home so that he can try and heal his uh, statue family. Uh, not having realized that Rathamon, pissed off that Evilac failed, has uh, just gone to his family and stolen them, stolen the family statues. And not, uh, I guess, so... broken the statues, but but taken them. Right, he's got them. Well, I guess if he breaks them, then then it's less reason for uh, for Conan to come, you know, yeah. confront him or whatever. Which, but I like... mean, it would also be a reason to confront him, because he is a barbarian who would then want revenge, but... I mean, he already wants revenge. Yeah. But still... It's it's kind of it's kind of weird. But what's what's even weirder is that this episode ends like really happy because he does free one. He does fix one of his family members because the villagers managed to to hide his stony <laughs> grandpa from Rathamon. They and so he gets grandpa, grandpa statue back. in the well. <laughs> they just chucked <laughs> grandpa down in the well. Yeah. Uh. So so he gets his grandpa back, which is kind of. I don't know. I, unexpectedly, like, I thought I was just picking the dumb evil act episode for my my own personal meme only I enjoy. But it turns out we got a lot of canon connections to the first two episodes that we already watched. Um, and a, like a, a little bit of a like half full circle moment where we've actually healed a family member. Yeah, it yeah. is also funny, though, because the the show ends and then they have clearly have extra time before the credits. And so they do this little bumper. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like a sailor. Like, I'm expecting Conan to start talking about, like, and that's why it's important to have friends and our and moral th- of the day is. And that's why no, you never hide grandpa in a well. <laughs> no, it's just him describing all the people he hangs out with. And then it goes <laughs> to the credits. Like, it, it, it's not anything. When I defeat Rathamon, it will be with the help of my companions. Zula, my blood brother, a warrior without fear. Jesmond, courageous and skillful. Grey Wolf with his magic, Snag's bullheaded strength, Falconar and Stormclaw's partnership in the skies, and Needle's magical phoenix powers. All reasons why I still live to pursue my quest. With pride, I call each of these comrades my friend. And when victory comes, it will belong to us all. It's clearly, it's just a spacer. It's like a, it's like a weird 30 second spacer. Yeah. For when the episode comes in short. Yeah, it's very, very strange. And and like having that on top of defeating Evilac very quickly, mm-hmm. and then like they're just spinning their wheels for yeah. 13, 14 minutes. Which is too bad, because my understanding is that this show, even in the second season, like manages to have like cool moments and cool episodes. And clearly it's up its butt about its own lore. Like there's a lot of comic book and, you know, old story to draw from and bring a bunch of really intense sword and sorcery nonsense into this plot. But then, then they, then they spit stuff out like this too. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not upset. We're walking away from it. Uh, but I, I am still intrigued by it. I think. Yeah. There's something, yeah. There's something about it. Yeah. That, uh, I, I have a feeling if we watch more of this, 
second season compared them to other first season episodes, it would be probably mm-hmm. a lot more soulless, a lot more like color by numbers. Yeah. Uh, because this was basically their attempt to like, you know, syndicate it and turn it into a assembly line kind of show. Yeah. You got to get that 65, baby. It's a magic number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Conan. for now, goodbye, Conan. Uh, and, and we're going to go, uh, listen, listen to one of us tell you how to spend your money on an advertisement. Rory, can you tell us about our sponsor this week? Arranged marriages for pets. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have, do you have, I think there are probably two two main problems in, mm-hmm, in pet mm-hmm. ownership. Um, God, I'm going to be listening to this very closely. I'm very invested in this ad, particularly for reasons. Yeah, sure. Uh, one is the constant state of ennui. Um, but the other is that um, you don't collect a lot of dowry money um, in, just for, you know, you've raised this pet up to the, mm-hmm. the full age of three or four. Right. And it's time to get paid, baby. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you just leave money on the table. You just that's, that's right. Um, and just like any good arranged marriage, it's it's a political and financial arrangement between you and another family mm-hmm. uh, where you get paid. Um, and or it's a dope. goat. Yeah. Well, you can get a goat. And that actually <laughs> is. You have to marry that you goat. You can marry the goat. <laughs> Doesn't that feel a little weird, though, if you're going to marry two dogs and get a goat? Like, <laughs> you're coming like, up, just, baby. like the currency oh, look, is getting a little strange and confusing to me. A goat is for <laughs> sure a more financially solid investment than a dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't you milk a goat. dog more, you know, very often. And <laughs> that's right, Andy. You can't milk your dog very often. Um, but the goat, the goat will let you milk it. And if you marry your, if you marry your goat, you might get a, you might get a pig and that'll eat your garbage. Sorry. And when you say marry a goat, do you mean marry it to another goat or that doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, you know, here's the thing. The both are viable. Um, the, the, the expectation of course, is that your dog marries another dog. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you're a yeah. Christian, yeah. <laughs> You may get a better offer from somebody with a, you know, a different, a different set of criteria. Yeah. And look, you're just trying to go up. You're trying to maneuver up the pet ladder from dog to to dog from dog to tiger. With the dog uh, <laughs> to tiger would be yeah the ultimate goal. <laughs> uh, you're trying to get a tiger, and the only way to do that is uh, sometimes if. Somebody wants to marry your dog. <laughs> yes, arranged marriages. <laughs> That's right. And ultimately, uh, you get a tiger, and you are the winner. King of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> and you're his wife.
everywhere the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world, there's only one man to call. Get me Rambo. Canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks. Liberty's champion is unstoppable. Rambo. Helped by the mechanical genius known as Turbo. And the master of disguises named Cat. The honor-bound protector of the innocent. Rambo, the force of freedom. Welcome back, thick boys and girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we... <laughs> You guys, you watch another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we watched episode fifty-eight of Rambo. Just say no. This is a very special episode of Rambo when Rambo visits his old friend Chopper and learns that his teenage son Johnny is involved <laughs> in a drug gang who are allied with General Warhawk in a plot to smuggle cocaine called Crack. <laughs> yeah, that's right, everybody. It's the Crack Cocaine episode. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're deep in, it's probably 1987 at this point. Probably, uh, yes. We're, we're deep in the crack epidemic. Uh, you know, God. everybody's telling, telling the kids not to smoke crack. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's definitely it's the kids fault for not knowing how to say no that's why everything's happened that's right and that's right the kids don't know that it's kids uncool. don't know that you can just say no um and crack is everywhere uh i i don't it's it's surprisingly strange to hear a cartoon character even say the word cocaine yeah yeah, yeah. I know. It feels like I think these shows kind of got like special dis- dispensation to talk mm-hmm, about yeah. heavy issues like this. It was like they got Reagan, Reagan money. Yeah, Reagan was like, "All right, go ahead. You can say coke." <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, mommy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rambo. It's so weird. This one begins. Uh, it apparently Rambo just drives around normal town in his Jeep that has giant guns and bazookas it's, on it. Yeah, it's pretty goofy. <laughs> no one's it, upset or freaked out. It leads to some odd plot points, though, right? Where these these little these little, you know, your average 80s movie. Punks. The Warriors, right? Punk. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, are, are chasing down Johnny for drugs or money. Um. Good and, uh, <laughs> but multiple times there's altercations with with them and rambo just has a fully militarized vehicles parked outside the suburban household that yeah yeah let's let's set up why he's there um so rambo oh. is just doing sort of a cordial visit of his his, his old war buddy chopper and chopper has this shitty family um, of, it's does. like his kids, Sissy, Josh, and Johnny. Yeah, Sissy and Josh really suck, and Johnny yeah. also really, really sucks. And the I think the thing running throughout this whole episode is the complete mismatch of the way that kids look and the voice acting. Uh huh. Because they're robotic. It well, seems like 
it seems like Chopper is living in some sort of androids nightmare. He, yeah, he's <laughs> and in has, some kind and of has to take care of these. Yeah, but also, also his. But it just a kid is I, no kid is drawn the way that they sound is the thing. They all either look like lanky, uh, square jawed, like adult hunks who sound like a twelve year old. <laughs> yeah, it's um, really jarring. Oh, you know. Everybody sounds kind of too young, except for maybe the football player who's who's doing a 21 Jump Street situation later. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, it's rare that the, that you get actually kid voice actors. But in this case, mm. everybody was drawn to look like adults. And it, it it's wrong. It just seems wrong. Yeah, I agree. This uh, side note that may or may not uh, get included. So I, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And uh, and. Um, R.J. Mitter's friend, R.J. Mitty's, uh, the the son, the yeah. Walter Jr. Yeah, Walter Jr. He, his friend Lewis is played by an age-appropriate kid. And when they're the only real child in a cast of Hollywood stuff, oh, it's weird. Yeah. It's super mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can see why they go with just, okay, I guess we'll do everybody's adults. Everybody's yep. 20, I guess. Because now the 15-year-old looks nine. He looks like a big, tall nine-year-old who's talking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's incredibly weird. Can can you help me with this line? There's yes. something about how Rambo's like, "How's the wife?" or something, and he says, "Oh, that, I had no idea what was going on with this." Gosh, I wish Maggie could have been here to see you. She had to go stay with Aunt Sally so she could have a baby. <laughs> That's our sissy. Sees all and tells all. Yeah, I, I, this, I don't understand why they've even dropped this. The, I guess just to, I guess we have to establish that this is not because of a broken home. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, you could have just, you could have just had her sitting in the window or something, or I don't know. I have <laughs> no idea why they have to ex- rationalize. Yeah. But I thought, I thought she was going to be the drug user when they're like, oh, she's, she's at her, she's at, she's at her sister's having a baby. Like she got sent to a nunnery, right? Like what? Yeah, she'll be what? back. Right. She'll be back in six months, totally normal. And then Wh- Sissy, the, the, the youngest girl is like, or she, she's the one who says it, right? She's like, yeah. she's at her sister having, a baby. and then the dad is like, oh, she really hears everything. Like, was she not? supposed to know i was i wasn't sure whether or not the sister was the one having the baby it's an incredibly weird line but it does feel like um a draft mistake that we were doing something with the wife and the mom and the sister (laughs) that that got completely dropped exactly uh because instead uh we find out that that rambo rambo's johnny's godfather um my chunky little squirt. Look at you. I came here to see my chunky little squirt of a godson, and I find a tall, skinny grown-up. <laughs> my chunky little squirt of a godson. <laughs> we need to make t-shirts that just say chunky little squirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I also like I also like how everybody dogs on Johnny all the time. Yeah. Every yeah. Rambo's like, well, look at you, you big toe bit. <laughs> and then both the uh, both the little sister and his own father are like not this not this fucking asshole. Yeah, he's like he's going through a little something called teenager. He doesn't like us anymore. Yeah, he's just been acting real weird lately. <laughs> it's called teenager. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then later when they're talking about how their their house has been robbed three times, the little the little fucking boy, what is his name? Josh? What is it? What's Josh. the other kid's name? Josh is like probably some of Johnny's creepy friends. <laughs> Johnny's like, I don't have to put up with this and runs out of the dinner table. But I yeah, agree, Johnny. A, that's a <laughs> fucked up thing to say, even if it like maybe is true. I mean, it's definitely true, but like probably some of Johnny's creepy friends. <laughs> It's just crazy. It's crazy to me that like they can act like this is all such a news that something a bad's happening American with Johnny. Family. This is your average nuclear family in America, I guess. Yeah, no, because then these kids show up with shotguns. Yeah. So like obviously we've only got <laughs> 20 minutes. We have to get to the crack cocaine of it all. Um but it's so unbelievable that they're just that it, we just go from like this family and then just Crack cocaine. Yeah, the zero to 60 happens uh, in an instant. Yeah. This is, oh yeah. And then suddenly God. a bunch of these no good nicks show up, a bunch of these, you know, roguish teens uh, in an ATV or whatever. <laughs> or in a, in a Jeep show Naves. up. <laughs> Youths. With um, a knave of hearts. He stole those tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these kids have shotguns. They, show, they, have they shotguns literally show and they up shoot outside the, house. the door. Rambo's hanging out at at the house, and these kids decide to swing by and start shooting guns at his house. I feel like if I if my family was just casual friends with Rambo, I feel like everybody would know it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. like that's again, that's what I mean with his just fucking tanks parked outside. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, dude, okay, I'm willing to accept house. that this, you know, the conceit of the show is Rambo's there. So, so you know, we'll we'll, we'll do. It's a good thing Rambo's here. A but yeah. why, Rambo would you, why would you would why would you attack a house with a tank outside <laughs> and a bazooka monster who's and just a, like yeah. ready to go and like a war hero dad and everything yeah. like. Yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Chopper should Chopper should have brought the thunder a little bit harder. Yeah. I want to talk about this is this is this is immediately what happens next. This is my favorite part of the entire episode. He gets in his ridiculous Jeep and drives after these kids uh-huh. and and it, it immediately <laughs> t- it takes no time using the big guns and they're going <laughs> which, down which a public street. He picks they're, up a bazooka. public street. <laughs> He's got like an RPG <laughs> and it looks for all the world like he's going to shoot these fucking kids out of the Fucking, With a fucking street. rocket propelled grenade. And, <laughs> and the rocket goes past the car and hits a fish-shaped sign hanging from a nearby business. Apparently and a the, local taiyaki show taiyaki yeah, shop. And the fish sign falls into the road and it causes the car to veer off into the water. And it's just what a use of an RPG. What an incredible bait and switch. Like, he's going to shoot these kids. Oh, no, it's okay. The RPG just knocked a sign down. Did the rocket go anywhere else after that? Like, did it hit <laughs> no the sign knows. and then keep traveling into, uh, you know, a building? Going. Or? Like a little bullet bill. It just, it's just going to go. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't think about where they go afterwards. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's fucking absolutely insane yeah um, yeah so after after firing a rocket launcher in public <laughs> to to screw up you know the the car of some teens i guess to divert to mildly divert their their car yeah um he t- he can he confronts them he confronts one of them and threatens to murder one of them yeah uh, threatens to to let him drown and he explains that they were just they were just kidding around they were just joking they were just they trying was- to put they were just trying to put a scare into him <laughs> 
I wasn't going to hit him. I swear. We were just putting a scare in him. Yeah. Um, and, and it just turns out Rambo was there and they really fucked up. Yeah. And this is how he learns about the crack cocaine. And he goes to confront Johnny about it. Johnny, who immediately before Rambo enters his bedroom, hides the crack cocaine and paraphernalia under his pillow. Good one, Josh. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Johnny? No, Johnny. Johnny. Um, and this is to have the first of these sort of uh, preachy conversations that Rambo Rambo goes on. Uh, we have to clip drop most of it, I feel like. Yeah. Hi, Johnny. Yo. Okay, if we talk? I'm pretty tired. Cracking the books lately. Sorry, but we need to talk. Tomorrow, huh? Must say you're pretty cool for a kid who's just been shot at. Oh, them. They're just goofing off. I caught one of them. The police have him in custody. His name is Rox. Know him? I don't know any Rox. Johnny, you're too smart a kid to be wrecking your life like this. Taking drugs, dealing. Oh, boy. I should have known. You're just like the rest of them. But has anything to do with dope, you bet I am. Lectures, always lectures. Johnny, you're in real trouble. I'm not doing anything all the other kids aren't doing. All the other kids? Yeah, except for the jerks. You're wrong, Johnny. The kids who are using dope are the jerks. Believe me. <laughs> also, he said that his friend's name was Rocks. <laughs> 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 Which like i don't know what do <laughs> druggy kids have nicknames i don't know rocks rock, crack crack about, rock, crack crack rock rock rocks rocks his name is rocks yeah uh and in this scene you may notice you may have noticed in the clips we've already dropped we'll drop another one just in case johnny sounds fucking drunk and all the time i thought you were the greatest the bravest guy in the world brave you think using dope is brave? You're too chicken to cope with life without that poison. No, no, don't say that. He is not sounding so good. And by the end of the scene, he has apparently overdosed on crack cocaine and they need to take him, take him to the hospital. Uh, and they barely save his life. But it's just... I don't know. I... I it's 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 weird. It's weird to me. Every time they say cocaine or crack out loud in this show, it just felt so fucking strange. Well, it's strange because for all of these shows, the villain organizations do everything but like actual crime, right? It's like <laughs> it's like they're smuggling a, a super laser from space into, you know, a, a, a secret yes. fortress in the Andes Mountains or something. It's not like we're going to. Yeah, we're getting we're getting a bunch of shipments of coke <laughs> and then we're going to sell it. Which, you know, makes it feel, you know, weird. I think what sucks, and I I understand that you kind of have to do this for a kid's show, but I think what sucks about this episode is that the bad guy is the usual bad guys. Like, it's the, it's the, like, we find out when they, they do like a sting operation to figure out who's supplying all these kids with crack. And it turns out it's... Like the bad guy organization Warhawk, that they fight yeah. every week. Which yeah. now, so now, so let's let's let's. I want to give you your points because that's a great point, and it's annoying when it's like, oh, you know, Cobra is the real villain, not society, right? And then um, we kill Cobra, and we've done it. We've uh, solved the drugs. Flip side is he is General Warhawk. He is involved somehow yeah. with the Iran Contras, probably, and, probably, and they. <laughs> 
And so they did do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it, it wasn't America that did it. Which you know, no, it was America that did it. Oh, because well, he's yes. General Warhawk, right? Yeah, yeah. President I mean, Reagan I, didn't do it, even though you know, <laughs> wink, wink, I wink, definitely wink. didn't do yeah. it. <laughs> did. Yeah, well, and that's that's the funny thing. Also, is that I was I was doing a little more research on crack epidemic uh, for this episode, and I didn't really realize that. Um, that this was a case, uh, it is regarded by a lot of people that it was actually when people were, when news outlets were reporting in the mid eighties that the crack epidemic wasn't in fact an epidemic. It wasn't until all of the moral panic started about everybody doing crack. And then all of a sudden that was when mm. crack use actually spiked. Like it was, yeah, it was a case of like a self-fulfilling as- prophecy. Kind mm-hmm. of. It was it was a self it was not a prophecy. What they did was introduce not a harmless drug, but it just a new drug, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then all of this new criminalization and legislature uh pushed these people into tiny little boxes that yeah. they could yep. not escape yeah, from. Yeah, you increase the sentence for crack instead of cocaine. And then all yeah, of a sudden it, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real it's real weird and I don't know. It's weird to it's weird to consume media from this time sort of knowing what we know now. And I think that's why having it be General Warhawk puts a like a little bit of a bad, taste, a bad taste in my mouth. mouth. For, yes. Like rather yeah. than it being like I don't know, something a little less like Can you well, do I don't Can know. you do for me, Andy, Sylvester Stallone playing Reagan admitting he did it? <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone playing Reagan? Yeah, you're Rambo, Rambo Stallone doing doing he's 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 playing Reagan. In the new Reagan biopic. <laughs> I, did it. I, I gave the crack to the people. Talk about trickle-down economics. What? Talk about trickle-down economics. <laughs> when the, you get the rich people. Call someone no. Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> This is the worst sound that's ever come out of me. <laughs> no, this is this is great A radio. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah, no, in my home, we did not sell weapons. <laughs> but, look, maybe we did. <laughs> you can't prove anything. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's also this line around this time in the episode when, uh, Johnny is in the hospital and there's this like dramatic conversation between Chopper and, and Rambo. Um, and they're talking about how it's like, why didn't I pay attention? This is my fault. We're all at fault. All of us. We tolerate drugs. We put up with drug dealers. We've got to stop it. I hope we can. We got to win the drug war. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna fucking win it. We're gonna kill all we're gonna drug put, dealers. We're gonna put away, put away all the, all the, you know, mild sentence, you know, first time offenders for life. <laughs> That's what we gotta it's do. It's gonna work great. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta drop. Okay, so there's another thing we gotta drop. So they do, they do this sting operation uh, with one of with Johnny's dealer. That Johnny's Johnny gets his crack from a middleman, this middleman kid, and the middleman kids who interfaces with the bad guys. Who also looks like a fully grown like Clark Kent. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and and again sounds just like a like a little baby like a baby boy but right in the midst of this there is a seemingly completely unrelated conversation that the school football team is having with their kicker yes yes <laughs> and it's the best conversation ever and they're basically like whoa that was some kick td you booted that pigskin hiring a guy on pcp you pay the price with hard work and practice and you can do it too oh yeah sure i'll bet what's your real secret td you must be taking something to keep you on the edge no way i take care of my body i don't put any foreign substances in it oh come on all good athletes are on something not the ones who want to go on living Hey, wake up, man. Drugs are the way of the 80s. Well, then you better change that way if you want to make it into the 90s. <laughs> also, is so the 80s clearly, line is gold. We have to drop that. Yeah, like, clearly it's the there's, 80s, man. <laughs> <laughs> clearly there's like an adult surrounded by a bunch of children. Um, <laughs> in the narrative though, these kids believe that this is another teen student. Yeah. Um, who who just who looks 40. I mean, as much as the animation can make him look 40, but he's got like a, a double chin and, and strong cheekbones uh -huh. and, and that deep voice and everybody else sounds like a little baby. And uh, we do I have a question, Austin. This is not a sarcastic is... question, but it's a little silly. What? When you do your cheekbones keep growing? Is that? Oh. Yeah, probably. When you, when you you said he's got strong cheekbones, so he doesn't look like a kid. I was, made me think. Is that I like mean, a thing? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I'm sure they stop growing at some point unless they're like, like toenails. I mean, the, the baby fat, the baby fat is gone, you know? Uh, sure. 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 Your, sure. your skin hangs gaunt. Yeah. Taut, taut pulls, those pulls off your wretched bones. skeleton. Your <laughs> aged thick neck like a, <laughs> like an oak. You're, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, it's, he, he is a it's member of Rambo's weird. crew. He, he later leaves, yeah. but I don't know. Did he show up that day? And like, I'm the yeah, new quarterback. My name's Greg. <laughs> Let me tell uh, you about how cool drug use isn't. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. They they confront the drug suppliers. It's obviously the bad guys. They follow them to an abandoned 12 story building that there's a big shootout inside of. They all end up in helicopters at some point. Um, they shoot each other a bunch. and. They finally learn that what's going to happen is that General Warhawk is going to bring in two whole ships full of cocaine the next, like, like tomorrow night at it's midnight. It's going to be the biggest and, coke deal in the world. Yeah, quote. The biggest haul ever made. General somebody's bringing it. This shipment will make him the coke king of the world. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> um, and I love this conversation on the on the boat as General Warhawk and his other guy, the other guy who's nomad nomad and they're they're having a conversation where nomad apparently is this is his first week as a criminal because he asks <laughs> congratulate me nomad will it make us rich general <laughs> <laughs> yeah you what do you think dude <laughs> is cocaine gonna sell like is there a market for cocaine <laughs> in the 80s i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh we solved this one with missiles too just use a lot of missiles ship to ship missiles just blow them up that one's for johnny that one was for johnny that one's for johnny <laughs> yeah that one's for johnny that one's for sissy and other kids. <laughs> uh, none of them mommy. are for josh uh, josh is fine 
in Josh. Did you know shit. Pablo Escobar's coke hippos are still loose in Colombia? No, I did <laughs> not fun. know that. Are they anything like cocaine bear? Probably. He bought hippos for his, you know, he had like zoos. Yeah. He loved zoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what fun. What fun people. Yeah, the, I, the and as t- episode ends with uh, a uh, fully embracing the the idea of just saying no. Uh, Rambo vows that we're going to teach our kids how to say no, and then he does, and he goes to a high school, and everybody is cheering at the football game to just say no. The cheerleaders say it, and it becomes so cool. Everybody in the stands uh, say no. for all of us. Do it for yourself. Just say no. Just say no! And Just say no. Just say honestly, no. Honestly, this made me want to do coke. Uh, <laughs> this, I mean, not really, but like this is this was so uncool that yeah. this is exactly the kind of like the reason the dare failed is when you are so adamant and so uncool about your message about how doing drugs is, is, is bad about crack is whack and everything is just like mm-hmm. you are leading more people to uh, not do whatever you want you want them to do. Yeah. I mean, speaking as someone who was a part of a dare like enterprise in middle school, I will say, that is an age that I kind of understand it because kids don't really fucking know shit when they're middle school, elementary school. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. I can, you can, you can kind of rally me behind whatever. I'm impressionable. By high school, that kind of this kind of shit doesn't work anymore. I don't think. Like this, this everybody get together, hold hands, and just say no. Like I don't think. Like it just, I don't know. I feel like it's it it falls on on. The wrong ear or the wrong type yeah, absolutely. of... Absolutely. There's an argument to be made that maybe some of those kids might have sipped a sip of beer or smoked a tip of a joint, mm-hmm. but these were never at-risk youths. Dude, as soon right. as they do, Rambo's they were got not... a fucking red dot sight on their <laughs> forehead. Yeah. Hey, don't just say no or I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking, I'll fucking kill you. Andy, I posted something in the recording chat. Oh, okay. Uh, you can pop that open and read that to everybody. Oh, God, but the whole thing? I don't know. Just start a couple paragraphs. It's where where would I? Uh, let's see. The beginning. Have you ever read before? Oh, over there. Over there. <laughs> Why am I reading this? As Rambo doing As Reagan? As Rambo doing Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> Is the text of Reagan speech on Contras? <laughs> my, my fellow Americans, <laughs> I will speak to you tonight about mounting danger in Central America that threatens security in the United States. This danger will not go away. It will grow worse, much let's worse, go to if the we fail up. to take action now. I'm speaking on Nicaragua. <laughs> let's, let's go to the wrap-up. <laughs> let's go to the wrap-up. Well, 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 uh, here we are. <laughs> the end of chop- topless justice has finally been served. Um, are you we, doing Ram- just Rambo? Or are you doing I, dude, I don't fly as Rambo anymore. as Reagan? I don't know. 
Now do Reagan as Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. He was an actor. Maybe he could pull it off. Ugh. Probably not. No. We've did it. We we've did it. We did it. We've <laughs> we done, have did it. We've done did it all the way down. We did an evil act today. We did a crack cocaine today. We did crack cocaine on SMT today. We did a little crack and, cocaine. <laughs> and it's it's time to go. It's time to leave Rambo and Conan behind. It's time to put our shirts back on, I think. Yeah. I mean, how do you put your I shirt guess... on, Rory? Oh, well. So you can't put that shirt back on because no, it has because because it's on the floor and I can't I can't slither into it anymore. No. no. Uh, but what I can do is slither up into my into my closet into my armoire. Oh. And get on a new shirt. Like while it's still in the hanger. Yeah, it's yeah. still in the hanger. And then you just take yeah. the hanger off while you're you wearing. Use your uh-huh. teeth. Use your teeth to grab part of the shirt. I can imagine this. I can totally. I'm I'm imagining it right now. Right? You don't need to use your teeth. You just gotta. You're, well, you're not picturing is enough slithering. <laughs> That's always true. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I use one of those industrial air blowers, uh, and you know that makes your shirt like all like a windsock. Uh, mm, and then yeah, I just okay. go inside and just it. Jump in. Yeah, and then I just jump in. Well, I do the. Uh, it, like a it Wallace seems... and Gromit contraption. <laughs> Dresses you. This seems impossible, but I do the exact reverse of the cross arms thing. I have the shirt like inside out, upside down above me, and I pull it on Just like a Just slam sock. it down? That's probably hot, yeah. too. Yeah, it, yeah, I slam it down in one motion. The tricky part is getting the shirt up there. So I have a series of like pulleys and levers in my house that sort of, you know hang upside down, inside out shirts uh, where I'm likely to need to get them on uh, at a moment's notice. But it works really good and it is very sexual. Well, that's yeah, good. That, especially as you sort of like, God, as you just tease the, the tip of your head in through that neck hole. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, man. exactly. And then slam! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> look, look, boys, I've got a final, uh, a final wrap-up question for this arc. Um, mm-hmm. these two shows, uh, I guess we could answer for each of them, but we're, we're talking about the G rated or PG. I don't know. PG, sure. probably Rambo is probably PG, uh, PG rated versions of R rated content. Yeah. Ultimately, is it worth it? Like, are you getting enough of a taste for it to, I never know the thing you know? that you talk about Austin of like the the kids version of an adult thing being something that appeals to me never once in my life. Yeah. Uh, maybe that maybe I didn't have restrictive enough parents. Certainly they were never worried about Garfield making me too rude. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but this, this intense desire you speak of to fit in with the big kids in whatever sort of format you're allowed to engage them. Uh, I, um, I find an unrelatable, uh, uh, growing pain. Sure, all the books that you read were. You're not a you're not you're not a younger brother enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't. You just can't just play your older brother's games. Don't you have all that cool hot mature games that your brother has? Can't you uh, play the, all the cool hot? But mature you're scared. Games? But you're scared of breaking the but rules. You're scared. You're scared I of breaking had the that, rules. I never <laughs> yeah. had a hard rule like that. Like obviously, if a if a movie was clearly inappropriate, my parents would turn it off or not let you rent right. it or whatever. But it was never like ours, not for you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Lucky. I was I was uh I was removed it wasn't from the codified room. that way yeah sure of course but i just like i said it but it wasn't codified like oh mm. because this movies are you are not allowed to engage with it does that make sense yeah totally it, they, they were I, not they were not treated as it was not treated as a metric by which i was allowed to not mm-hmm. participate yeah you know i i don't know i don't know how successful i think these two shows are at capturing that feeling of the feeling i remember of wanting to be like the older kids uh, and fit in with my brother's friends. Uh, that was more just about what they were legitimately interested in was, which was the actual thing, not this facsimile, not this like here. Here's your version, right? Um, yeah, I wanted the I that's... wanted the real thing. Yeah, I'm the older brother, unlike you two are the right. babes. Yeah, right. Though I always just liked what I liked, and that was cool enough for me. Exactly. There's nobody older than me, cooler than me, around to tell me mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think I I feel like maybe Conan. Was the closest, something different enough. Yeah, I would say it was the closest to sort of not having to, uh, I don't know, having to like be a detriment to to be an, be its own thing. I feel like Rambo constantly struggled to like actually know what it was. Which makes it really entertaining for me now at 34. Yes. But probably not as a child. No. I don't know that I don't know that I'd be buying into Rambo the way that I would in Conan because Ooh, Conan Andy, one more year? One more I year. Know, baby? I know. Don't remind me. It's not even. It's not even it's like a few months. And then Ugh. president. And then I can be president. Watch out, world. <laughs> I'm Watch gonna out. be president. <laughs> Watch out, Putin. You don't know what hits you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, and then and then they get all the episodes of Infinite Backlog, and then uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, then I certainly we... can't be president. Andy might have a shot. <laughs> I might have a shot, but you and Shane are, are well out of the me, me, yeah. Me, me and Shane are boo excommunicated, <laughs> <laughs> put to death immediately. <laughs> um, no, I think I think that Conan as this cartoon is earnestly trying to be something enough. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it would be cool in its own merit to watch. I don't think that's true about Rambo. Yeah, Conan has its own mythos that isn't like not every piece of the Conan mythos is I- exactly explicitly about chopping people in half. <laughs> I mean a lot of it is about like fucking your way through a village and chopping people in half. Like that's a chunk of it, but there's also a lot of other stuff there's that they can stuff, do. Yeah. Um, it's just Rambo, like <laughs> Rambo's about PTSD and shooting people right. and the government and veterans and, and about things that they don't talk about in this show, which means what you're left with is, is a, is a guy who can barely talk, who blows up signs in a, in a town with a rocket launcher. Yeah. I think, I think fans of the originals of both of these would be, uh, very upset to watch them. Um, in in some degree, because I'm just imagining your like scuzzy uncle who read all the Conan comics well, we showing Todd, up and being we like, had "Todd's, uh, we had Todd's, yeah, opinion. but but Todd's Todd's not this person I'm describing. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking about like the 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 very like you know Gen Xer or the, older the who is like the Grognard who is very titillated by Conan who sits down and is like, "Oh wow, you're watching a Conan cartoon? Why isn't he fucking his way through this village?" <laughs> like like I feel like they're disappointed and then fans of Rambo, uh not First Blood, well probably both are also disappointed because this cartoon cartoon's bullshit, but the kids are happy with Conan. 
That's that's where I land. I feel like I feel yeah. like a kid watching Conan is 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 on board. Yeah, if you're already reading the books, you're probably ahead of the cartoon. You probably the cartoons yeah. probably not doing much for you, but otherwise, yeah. 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 Uh well, thanks a lot, boys. That's gonna that's gonna wrap up mm, Topless Justice. Is it? But who mm. is it? Oh, do we not have one more thing to talk about? Yeah. Do we, not, do we not have to get into a do we not have to do a sound cue and get into a time machine a little bit where we separately recorded a fun little bit to end this week with? Isn't that true, Austin? It is. Oh, oh, okay, great. Um, what should the sound be? Let's go to the wrap up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we have a special little finale piece here for you, uh, and that is actually the reveal and the, I guess I would say the kickoff of our next mm. arc, or is there next a, special. Well, is there not a more appropriate reference to the thing we're doing, to the action <laughs> that we're about to complete than kickoff? I feel like that sends people down a, a strange... A strange road that we're not we're not here to fulfill. Yeah, what are we now. doing? Football shows? What, yeah, what would you what would you suggest, here. Rory? Uh let's spin something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's something you need to know ahead of time. There is a show called One Piece. It's an anime. It's been around for literal decades. It has over a thousand episodes. And we, all three of us, I have not watched it. And, <laughs> and, and we were pretty sure we were never gonna. That's the thing, right? In, in, <laughs> we all kind of decided, you know, we're never going to watch all of this. Th- there is such a huge backlog, an infinite backlog of <laughs> One Piece episodes that we're just never going to get around to. Well, we know uh, ourselves. It's a, it's a it's a massively important piece of media to a lot of people, but there is no way that this late to the game we're going to start chewing at the beginning. Like there's there's no way we consume a thousand episodes of One Piece at this point. So what are we going to do? Should we just start with the first episode of One Piece? Well, no way, Fuck Jose. That. That's too crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy if you think like, oh, well, you start at the beginning, uh, like a book, like a movie, like like mm-hmm. all things you do. Uh, time. You do time that way. Um, <laughs> at the same time, when something is whatever it is, twenty three years old, more. Was it around in the nineties? Nineteen ninety nine. Holy moly! So anyway, so we're like, <laughs> uh, is is the first episode of something like that, like like The Simpsons, a true a true cross section of uh, what the show is, what people right. love about it. Do and we want to watch it there? Like <laughs> from a potentially different angle, do we respect this show enough to decide to <laughs> to do <of> that? <laughs> there's, there's that angle. There's the there's the ruder angle. Is that what? 
<laughs> what is this thing? Are we... Uh, do uh, What is this thing? Let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out in maybe one of the more arcane ways that you could possibly do, which is that we've decided this year, whenever we get bored of what we're doing, we're, we're going to opt to have a little spinny spin on the wheel of One Piece. And that's what we're about to do here today. We're going to pick two random episodes between one and whatever the hell episode came out this week. Jesus. (laughs) Which is probably like a thousand fifty or something or more. And uh, we're going to let we're going to let fucking God decide (laughs) what episode we watch, what two episodes we watch. We're going to have two spins on this and this is going to reveal our fate for next week. Are we going to land somewhere with no context? Are we going to every yeah. time? Is that going to be fun? Well, I guess I we'll find so. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one of which one of our dainty little hands wants to wants to roll the wheel first? Uh Andy, you should do it first. Okay. I have okay. to stop us again. What? Cuz after at, well after Austin's kickoff faux pas, I just have to come back. <laughs> Come back to you, Andy. <laughs> Did I say roll the wheel? <laughs> you said, it's like you guys don't even know what a wheel is. <laughs> it's like dice, right? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Hold on, let me let me cleanse my hands really quick. Yeah, so Andy, I, can... I know you don't have a driver's license, but wheels actually <laughs> operate cars. Which oh, and they mm, we do a little spin on that. Okay, yeah, I mean cars roll as well. Uh, wheels Enough stalling. Enough stalling. I have my hands on it and I'm... What are we doing? What are we doing? And... Episode 241. Early? Early Early-ish. We must must catch Robin. (laughs) The determination (laughs) of the straw hat. (laughs) <laughs> this is for 2005. Interesting. Now, 241, 241 for most shows might be an end, maybe. But yeah, that's pretty deep in there. It's deep, but it's 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 not a thousand deep. It's not I a thousand. No, I have no context for how how awful this is going to be. So, uh, yeah. All right, all right. But we got to get one more. So who's who's rolling next? They said sure. roll again. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, someone better than me grabbed this fucking wheel. Let's spin that wheel. Oh, interesting. Even further back in time. So this is, I, I feel like we've been pitied here. We haven't we haven't been th- thrust deep into the back. No, we, this is not like some sort of crazy a, not nine. Not a seven hundred insight. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no. But we've been given episode fifty two from the year two thousand, called "Buggy's Revenge: The Man Who Smiles at the Execution Platform." I mean, but again, look at this. That's still like basically we. <laughs> A season two and a season six, and we're referring those as like early episodes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the thing. There are entire incredible anime that I've watched that never even reached episode fifty-two. Sure. Like, this is, uh, my God. All right. Yeah. If I see an anime that has fifty-two episodes, I'm like, oh God, do I have to? <laughs> 
Well, shit. Okay. Cool. Well, this ought to be this ought to be interesting. So, uh, I hope beyond hope that there are no diehard One Piece fans in our audience. I mean, I'm maybe positive there are. Although the Discord has been unusually quiet with One Piece memes, so maybe <laughs> but not. maybe maybe this will prompt some. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Just know ahead of time that s- spoilers for episodes fifty two and two forty one of One Piece. <laughs> My God, yeah, and uh, and apologies, we're not going to know anything that's that's happening. There's a man named Luffy in this, and a busty girl named Nami, and that's all I remember from the theme song. Oh, there's, there's a man a, with three swords. There's a man who that, eats swords. That's right. He's got a sword and a mouth. He's got a mouth sword. We're really prepped for this. I feel like we're 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 ready to go. So thank you, thank you, Wheel. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, for, Wheel. Praise him. <laughs> thanks for rolling what you did, Wheel. Uh, and we'll wheel you next Tuesday. Yeah.